0: This is a show about a dean that started to grow. A community, Wiggler and Jazz here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail, with all of our friends. The brightest lies here to shine away. Community building is here to stay.
1: Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's Community Building here on post show recaps talking about community season two episode 19 critical film studies i am josh wiggler just waiting for my co-host to show up to my pulp fiction party jess sterling jess come on i did we did i've set this all up for you what are you doing
2: i know but i really just wanted to have a good conversation yeah. you know just a conversation with a friend you're ob- you've obviously been avoiding me does
1: a podcast not count as a conversation with a friend or does this count mm. as a conversation with a friend
2: uh depends on if you're friends with the person
1: you're podcasting. oh well yeah what if your are enemies with the person you're podcasting with uh that's compelling as well mm-hmm. um I am very excited to bring in our guest uh, for uh, this week's episode of Community Building Critical Film Studies. It's, um, oh, I'm checking my notes. This is so strange. I really thought it was going to be Chad. Uh, I really really thought that it would be Chad, (laughs) considering the episode. But it is a different Dungeon Master from the Post Show Recaps Patron Dungeons and Dragons program. You know him from the Wheel of Time podcast. You know him on the Book of Boba Fett. You know him as the Legend of Vox Machina co-host. You know him from twitch.tv slash DM Philly. It is indeed DM Philly. (laughs) It's-a me, Dinner with Philly. Yeah, Dinner with Philly. (laughs) What are we all having for dinner tonight, folks? We're recording this on National Pizza Day. Uh, Happy uh, National Pizza Day to those who celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, i had pizza for
3: dinner. <laughs> we, we should be having pizza we yeah. should be having pizza mm-hmm. you really made me like reassess all my choices uh yeah. today what's i was really looking
1: of... forward to the quail what's the name of that pizza place that uh you like so much rich that had the sesame seed crust that was really good
3: Oh, Brio's.
1: Yeah, in, Brio's uh, is good. Beautiful Phoenicia, New York. Yeah. Should you ever travel into
3: upstate New York? We don't talk about it. But yeah, we but, do but we do talk about today. Brio's. Brio's is real nice yeah. mm-hmm. pizza. It's very good.
1: Yeah, very, very good. Shout out to Brio's. Would love a sponsorship from Brio's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll try to get that working. I'll, I'll Let's that see what we could do. Yeah. We will drive two customers a year to Brio's here with the Post Show Recaps community building podcast rich what a delight rich uh, other than the community building dungeons and dragons sessions that uh you have conducted have we talked about community before we have not
3: amazingly yeah. um yeah obviously i was here for that like big epic dungeons and dragons episode i believe your season first time zero playing dungeons and dragons,
1: yes yes jess's a, first time playing Dungeons season and Dragons. season zero podcast where rich uh was the dungeon master for a game of dungeons and dragons played by myself jess Latanya, mike Oof. Who else was there? I guess that was just us.
3: Must have been it. Must have
1: just been us. And it was the first time I'd ever played Dungeons and Dragons. The first time Jess ever played Dungeons and Dragons. And look at where we are now. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that uh, if we did, I don't really remember it. Rich, give us like your community takes. Was this a show that you were watching while it was on? Or was this uh, you got swept up in everyone here talks about community? I should probably watch community.
3: Yeah, so it's a really interesting story. I guess it's probably not that interesting. I think it's more exciting than it is. Uh, but you guys know me pretty well. For people who don't, I tend to like exist in like a TV pop culture space of things that are sad, melancholy, depressing, heavy, overwhelming. Yeah. Like Insert adjectives here, but the one word that doesn't pop up often is funny. This is not like a thing that I look for in my life. I go to post show recaps when I want funny things, Josh. So, like, community was out there. It existed for a long time i definitely did not watch it while it was live uh but a friend of ours a mutual friend of ours mac worthington uh in the post-show recaps yes. community tipped me off to Harmon quest uh like dan harman's D show go figure right and i fell in love with it uh i do enjoy funny things i just generally don't seek them out like sure, on yeah. devices right uh and so Harmon like hits my radar and i'm like oh this guy's good like this guy's pretty clever and i had a friend who had been like hyped community to me for years and I was kind of like yeah 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 um and so like in the midst of like what I would maybe point to as like my midlife crisis I'd kind of moved back up to New York after my life had like made a couple of turns here and there and I spent a uh, summer without internet but what I did have was the full backlog of all the episodes of Community. And so I sat there in, like, a month and just, like, crushed through the whole series. And I, like, fell in love along the way, right? It's, like, delightful. It's fantastic. Uh, maybe come from my wig, but, like, I'm, I'm, I was a big That's Chevy me. Chase fan. Yeah, that is you. I uh, loved, like, Chevy Chase growing up, like, just as, like, an entry point. This was, like, you know, um, the one, like, most recognizable person, uh, mm-hmm. Brie and obviously from, like, um or rather Allison Brie from, like, Mad Men. I loved it. I love Community. It's, like, a monk the few comedies that like i've watched in
1: entirety and like have a bead on
3: and it's a really fun show
1: it's a Um, good time what what was was, Jess? how did this work out did you reach out to rich for critical film studies or did rich request critical film studies i
2: reached out to philly in general to come on Mm -hmm. and then i had an opening in this one and i was like why does it make sense to me that Philly would love pulp fiction.
0: <laughs> and so I
2: reached out to him and I was like, Do you by chance like pulp fiction? And also, are you free? And he was like, Yeah. And I was like, All right. I knew Amazing. this would work out. This yeah. has to, this, this, has, it's like a, it's a perfect little fit, you know?
3: It really like, this, is. This is going to work out. Uh, like as a child of like the '80s, you know, I'm like 13, 14 when Pulp Fiction comes out, and it like definitely changed the way I looked at film, right? It like could not have been bigger as like a kid in junior high at the time. Uh, I love Pulp Fiction, and have certainly seen it.
1: I don't know a thousand times, you know. Yeah, uh, I was. Way too young when Pulp Fiction came out to go and watch it in theaters. And I was way too young to watch Pulp Fiction when it came out immediately to Blockbuster Video. But that (laughs) didn't stop me from watching Pulp Fiction when it immediately came out to Blockbuster Video. So add it to the list of reasons why you're listening to me now. Because I watched that movie way too young, and obviously it changed uh, a lot for me as Mm -hmm. well. Just I cannot imagine that Pulp Fiction is like a staple movie for you. I
2: have seen it. Sure. Last year, I don't remember a single thing about that movie beyond the fact that the entire time I was like, what is the plot? Like, what is happening? <laughs> the entire time. The only thing I could tell you that I remember from that film, and it's simply because it's a GIF, is the John Travolta, like, looking around Sure,
1: thing. yeah, at uh, Mia Wallace's house, I believe. He's trying to figure out where her voice is coming from.
2: I still don't understand what the plot of the movie is. Well, I've seen
1: point. it a lot, and I don't know that there is one, Jess. Uh, okay. The movie is told in vignettes. Uh, there are uh, effectively, I think maybe four movies within the movie. It could even be five. Ooh, there's three, there's three distinct chapters. There is the opening prologue before like the pre credit scene, the, the, the honey bunny stuff. Uh, then there's uh, Cody in the chat. If you're a patron, of a recaps, you can uh, watch community building record live. Cody's in the chat saying, do you like a Royale with cheese? The whole Royale with cheese stuff is its own separate thing. And then you get into the first real story of the movie. And now you're about 20, 25 minutes into the movie. I feel like at that point, and there's three of these. Uh, so I think that that's like five ish and they're all kind of interconnected, but they're effectively all telling interweaving stories about different gangsters and people within the greater universe that these gangsters occupy. Um, and it is, uh ostensibly grounded in reality but arguably not there is a lot of questions out and theorizing about what was inside the briefcase uh as we see in this episode of community as well the glowing light coming out of the the suitcase yep that's right uh and in pulp fiction you never see what's actually in the suitcase and so some people is that uh marcellus wallace's soul is That's a exactly big question. what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. It has to be. Did he sell that to the devil? Uh, it's a very, I don't
2: remember any of this from the it, movie. it is
1: a. It is a movie that is quite a lot. Uh, whether or not that is quite a lot for you is going to be very taste-dependent and uh, certainly understandable if it is not your thing. But as a young person watching this, I thought it was unlike anything I had ever seen in my entire life. Having said all of that, this episode is not a Pulp Fiction episode. It is <laughs> not stealthily uh, a, a My Dinner with Andre episode, which is not even a movie that I'd heard about until this one. Yeah. Um, and I'm very grateful for this, this episode of Community pointing this movie out to me because there is an undiscovered Wallace Shawn treasure out there waiting for me to put my eyes on. And I'm delighted about that. I'll just say cards up. I thought that this was like, tremendous episode of television
2: yeah
1: Um, wow this is for me this is a flat four I'm giving you four cools on critical film studies I love this it was such a surprise to me I had no idea start to finish what it was I was getting into it is such a Danny Pudi showcase uh he is so 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 good and very obviously good because he's so different from Mm. Abed in this episode he's just playing a completely Different version of the character, and I think really speaks to his range. The full Cougar Town story that he's inventing—it it feels so real and worn in, and existential crisisy—and I loved it. But not to be undersold in all of this, I think, is Joel McHale, who is mm-hmm. really terrific as well. And there are Tarantino-esque qualities to the conversation that they have at the table. But the fact that it's actually not a, a Tarantino homage in the end, is such a nice surprise uh, and leaves me wanting to go and check out the thing that this is actually based on. Uh, so this is one of the first community episodes that has left me eager to do extracurricular activities and then come back and rewatch this one again. I really loved it. I thought that this was great. I had such a good time with this one, 4.0. Uh, that's all, That's all I'm going to say about that because someone else has to talk while I hydrate.
2: So yeah, so this as an FYI, Josh, for a little bit of a behind the scenes peek. Uh, I got a message from our friend Matt uh, on Twitter at Communities. Um, he's like, he's a fact machine. He knows yeah. everything about this show, and he said that apparently, you know, the Suits apparently. wanted a Pulp Fiction episode, mm-hmm. and Dan Harmon was like, "Okay, you want it? You want you want one? Here you go. This is what you get." And he went instead. My uh, Dinner with Andre. Brilliant. Yeah, and Incredible. apparently it's on HBO Max, in case anybody uh, does want to I uh, get saw it this.
1: Watch. I saw that it was on HBO Max, and uh, I watched Community this week very close to the podcast. Uh, I watched it at like 4 o'clock today, uh, and I was like, oh man, do I have time to watch this movie beforehand real quick? And I did not, because it's almost two hours long, so you know. the timing didn't work out, and I felt like a horse's patoot for not watching earlier, because I would have loved to have watched it. Have you seen my dinner with Andre, Rich? No,
3: so this is what's so funny right like jess was like oh do you love pulp fiction and i'm like
1: wait but i'm remembering
3: that episode it's like very much like a misdirect right and i love yeah. like the context of like Harmon effing with the suits it's like this is so dan Harmon, right? Yeah. he's such like a kind of smart like uh cunning kind of manipulative guy with a lot of this stuff the like subversions that he's playing with and like pretty much everything that he's doing and i very much was like okay the last couple of days like i should probably go watch my dinner with andre i want to like do my homework i want to do my research that i was like honestly like uh, i'm gonna come in all serious trying to analyze my dinner with A- i think i need to not watch <laughs> my dinner with andre until after we record this yeah, podcast i like way too in my head and pretentious yeah. about this i think um so yeah i'd heard about it before but i was really curious if like either of you have seen it right no. um
2: yeah. yeah I haven't uh I mean famously I've not I'm not a huge movie buff it mm-hmm. takes a lot mm-hmm. like most of the time I see it at runtime and I'm just like Oh, I can watch like three episodes of a show though. Oh my God, amazing. Like yeah. I can get through I can be so much more efficient than this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. I definitely do. My movie watching has slowed the more TV that I've taken on. Yeah. Um, but and there's
2: so much TV out right now.
1: There's mm-hmm. a lot of TV out. Uh mm-hmm. so uh I I am really excited for it though. Uh I'm I'm really excited to get the chance to check this one out. I really loved this episode. I thought that this was um right up there as far as my very favorite abed episodes and that goes a long way for me but then also i think uh just like sort of like the quasi accuracy of some of the characters uh or like kind of like seeing what they were going for to try to match some of these people to characters from pulp fiction like chang as uh as butch the bruce willis character killed me i thought that that was just tremendous uh, I was scratching my head trying to figure out who Annie was for the longest time until I realized that she was uh, uh, being, uh, I can't remember if it's pumpkin or honey bunny, which one is Tim Roth and which one is Amanda Plummer. Um, yeah. But she is, was one of them.
3: Uh, it's honey bunny.
1: Isn't yeah. it? I just remember Tim Roth. Honey like bunny. Honey
2: yeah. Bunny. She apparently uh, yeah. is honey bunny.
1: Yeah. yeah. I say Tim Roth or Tim Robbins.
3: Roth. You said Tim
1: Roth. Thank gosh. Yeah. Uh, you got the correct. Tim. Yeah. Yep. It's possible that I went the other way. No, Tim's nailed down. Uh, yeah. Um, and then Britta as uh, Uma Thurman and the dance at the end of the episode is spot on to the Jackrabbit Slims dance. Um, so there's just a lot of detail work in here that I thought was really, really excellently done. Uh, I don't think that I've been, um, uh, I guess like surprised by community to this degree in a, in a minute. You know, I think that we've talked about a lot of really great episodes in season two so far, Jess. But like, I feel like, we just came out of one that was like kind of, you know, a little bit fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think, uh, you know, the one before that I thought was fun. Uh, documentary filmmaking. Maybe the key for me is filmmaking episodes are going to be the fours for me, Jess.
2: <laughs> could be. It could be. I still think there's still some surprises in store for you for season two. Like, yeah. there's still fun stuff coming along the way that I think you'll be surprised by. This was an episode that I was... Fairly confident you would love. I did not know if you were going to be a full four on it. Um, I I was fairly certain you had seen Pulp Fiction and you probably had liked it, just knowing you well enough. Um, But I wasn't sure if it would completely land with you because it is a bit of a strange episode in a lot of ways in that you, you do think they're going to lean Pulp Fiction. And of course uh, they don't. Um, And it's also not necessarily a showcase for all of the characters, but we've said that in the past, if it's a perfect episode for some characters, that's fine. We don't yeah. need every single episode to be fully ensemble-ish.
3: Fully ensemble-ish. Fully mm-hmm. ensemble-ish. Having not seen the episode in like quite a while, it like really struck me coming back to it how focused it is on the two of them, right? I mean, like it really is Jeff and Abed. And to your point, Josh, of like the film episodes, like Danny putty is amazing. The, the guy, like, he really is just so good, and like Abed is such like a a, a fun character that especially like see him step out of this, like the whole. Chad's story like he's doing it there he's doing it while he's like explaining it right he's like embodying this character yeah. of himself that is not there. it's all like so good it's the point that I wonder if,
1: if the character he's playing while pretending to have gone through this experience as Chad when he dies at the dinner table right. you know one thing follows the other it has something in common with our after party podcasts, yes mm-hmm. Sterling mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about it did he poop his pants? Is what I'm asking. I'm asking if he pooped his pants. Anyway, uh, let's get into the episode really quickly. I will say uh, if you are watching Apple TV Plus's The After Party, uh, so am I. So is Jess Sterling. So is that other Ariel. We're talking about it on Binge Show Recaps, which is a podcast feed where we're collecting so many of our streaming show coverage, uh, the streaming shows that we're covering is probably a cleaner way of saying that here on post your recaps. Uh, it's called binge show recaps, and we're doing the after party. We're having a really fun time. Very loosey goosey podcast, Jess Sterling.
2: I mean, if I'm there, you can almost consider it always to be a loosey-goosey podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I bring the loosey-goosey energy.
1: Yeah, it's real. Uh, So check out that podcast if you are watching that show. Why don't we throw it to a commercial here real quick that we will talk through critical film studies all the way down the line. We'll do the meow-meows. We'll do the points. We'll do the full thing. Let's do this. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. Critical film studies. Walk us through it, Jess. Take us to dinner.
2: Yes. So we start off. Uh, Jeff is coming out. He's dressed in a suit. He has a gift. And we get a voiceover from Jeff. It's my friend Abed's birthday. And he, he goes on to talk about how Abed, he always alienates himself. And he started getting worried about Abed, especially after the whole claymation incident. So I love what they're like very self-referential in this show. And um, he's like, you know, I asked Abed, what do you want for your birthday? And Abed said... I want to have dinner, just the two of us.
1: Just the, yep, <laughs> yep. I'll just stop. Oh, but you
2: got yourself off.
1: Yep. Uh, we make it if we tried. <laughs> I didn't want to try though.
2: <laughs> so the restaurant Abed chose was not his style at all. No cloth. There were cloth napkins. No TVs. Abed likes chicken fingers, video games, Quentin Tarantino,
1: and none of these things are where he has he has picked.
2: Yeah, he has a very fancy, fine-dining establishment. And Jeff is very nervous about having to babysit Abed through this meal. Uh, So he has a surprise of his
1: own. Yeah. Uh, But the big shock is Abed (laughs) showing up in um – my God, Rich, if only we had found this sweater while we were doing the Wheel of Time podcasts.
3: Epic. You know, I love a good sweater. I showcase my many sweaters throughout our Wheel of Time podcast. Technically, that's a cardigan, but I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. Antonio Mazzaro told me, I love that Mr. Rogers. That guy is great. I love a cardigan. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could have seen if he were wearing sneakers. Um, I do have a note of like the insinuation that like uh, video games and chicken fingers and Quentin Tarantino are somehow less than don't love it Jeff sure I don't that's, fair, yeah. that's fair that's yeah. Yeah. fair two um, out of three of these things like I really love and I'm not talking about chicken fingers mm-hmm. so
2: I, I yeah. you don't
3: love uh, chicken fingers they're
2: fine I'm
0: wow. like a little bit
3: sad that that was
2: not one of the two yeah. <laughs> they're
0: fine yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah i guess yeah the insinuation being abed is not of a fine dining establishment type of guy but um, can't
1: can't he why can't we have it all
2: you can but abed doesn't usually like that style sure, of thing sure
1: sure sure uh
2: so he comes out in this uh yeah so a very nice uh mr rogers cardigan I,
1: jeffrey i yeah his 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 demeanor his smile it's so good my it's god good. it's so um,
2: different it's wild how
3: different it is
1: i don't know how often we've talked about mythic quest have, have either of you watched any of i quest? love i love mythic it yeah. it's freaking
3: amazing and he's so, last funny. Year. It's so good
1: he's yeah. a kind of an underrated component on that show because there's just <laughs> so some char- there's some characters on there that are just uh like uh what is it hw is the f murray abraham yes. character yep. poppy yes. poppy lee is just so so good Poppy's my favorite um she's no in, she's in incredible um gosh is it dave is the one who's like i'm the boss uh who's rickety (laughs) cricket on always honey uh who's just so he's so so funny so there's just so and then like the the terrifying assistant who is like the scariest character on television (laughs) uh so there's just so many different people on that show and i haven't even talked about mac uh as whatever the name of his character is on that show that like you get to danny poody like kind of towards the end of running down the main stacked cast of mythic yep. quest um but he he just plays a character that is so totally he's like a shark you know he's like a am all like he doesn't give he's a crap about the art of the video game he's a sociopathic money hunter uh yeah. and so like this abed feels closer to that uh and just i i just love seeing his range um and seeing that within Abed as a character as well, Community is clearly a show that can like switch hit genres uh, so often, that to see that sort of emulated within Abed specifically as a character and Danny Pudi's performance is just really terrific to me. Uh, this episode was just such a testament to him as a performer. Uh, it was basically from this scene, I was like, this is probably going to be one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, he uh, it- he comes out, he orders a spritzer. If you if you if you can, a spritzer, please. Uh and I love Jeff pointing out, Abed was being weird. And by that I mean he wasn't being weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's hugging, he's smiling, he's making eye contact, and in 30 seconds, he hadn't made a reference to anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Also, just a spritzer. Don't you have to clarify the spritzer? Isn't you spritzer would. like seltzer?
3: But yeah. this is, like, so Abed, right? And that like, he's getting the thing that he thinks, like, a grown-up would get, right? It has yeah. kind of, like, no clue. Like, he's yeah. trying to be, like, sophisticated get a, actually um, the information. I'll get a spritzer. Yeah. 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 What Let's do you say? That. What are Let's you supposed to
1: say? I don't know. Like, a type of spritzer. Like, can I get, like a, like, a whiskey spritzer or something like that? I feel like. Oh, it's like... not just, like, seltzer? I don't think that. I think that, like, if he's ordering it as a drink, like a drink drink.
3: Yeah, I mean, as a man who's never ordered a spritzer, Jess, I know enough to know if I asked for just a spritzer, I'm setting myself up for a disaster. Yeah. There have to be further questions of delineation here, right? Like, uh, uh, it seems like a very wide open kind of palette,
1: right? Wikipedia there. says a spritzer is a tall, chilled drink usually made with white wine and carbonated water um okay so maybe the just you're the just basic, adding
2: wine to your the seltzer basic
1: spritzer, uh Weird. works yeah Might as well just get but i would main. i would think that it'd be like a wine spritzer uh is what you yeah that it. sounds you to like something it. i've
2: heard before
3: it's yeah. definitely something i've heard before oh yeah
2: interesting yeah. uh so yeah so jeff um Jeff gives him the wallet for uh for his birthday that says bad
1: mother effer. Yeah that's Honor. uh that's uh, uh Samuel Jackson's wallet Josh
3: that's how fiction. many people have you known in your life with that wallet
1: how many do you want to guess uh, at,
3: least yeah. at least one at right? least one at own the very
1: least this thing. people we all own this?
3: Yeah, I definitely had the friend at like yeah. 17 years old That was like, yo, dude, check it out And, yeah. like, you know, yeah. and I'm like, oh my 100%, 100%. god dude. You're a caricature of
1: a human being I wouldn't want to pull
2: that like, out you know? in public That just seems awkward
1: mm-hmm. yeah. It is yeah. <laughs> it was like, have I have bad
2: words there. written on my wallet
1: Yeah Well, Jess, I guess you're not a bad mother effer <laughs> yeah, Listen,
2: you don't know, okay Yesterday in the car, I listened to Bad to the Bone Which is like my anthem oh.
1: So. That's your anthem.
2: What are you going to do about it?
1: Okay. <laughs> anyway. Wow. She, Who is anthem? What and are you going to do about it, Josh? Yeah. That's yeah. wow. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, so She's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so
2: hard to do that part, by the way. I just like, did it
1: with no problem.
2: Uh, you did. It's very.
1: <laughs> I kind of stumbled on that one. You did. You, did. you did. I think I did too. Yeah. So, uh... bad. <laughs> Job.
2: Jeff has an idea about a burger place, but i like, no, no, we're here. Come on. Jeff. So Jeff calls and says there's a small speed bump.
1: Yeah. And we see that they are at her place of work, right? A restaurant uh, that she works at. Yeah. Some diner uh, that they uh, have uh, rented out during prime time. Uh, and they are all dressed up as Pulp Fiction characters because they were going to have a Pulp Fiction surprise party for right. Abed, but Abed doesn't show, which absolutely does feel like now knowing the context of the episode, like Dan Harmon going, all right, they want us to do a community uh, episode about Pulp Fiction, but what we'll do is we won't show up to the community episode about Pulp Fiction. Yep. Right. <laughs> yep. It's yep. Great. very clever. It's really <laughs> clever. It's really very clear. clever. Yep. Yeah, yep. yep.
2: Yeah, so Pierce is in, like, a full leather outfit. He's the gimp.
1: gimp. gimp. Of all the characters that they could, like, there's many characters that they left behind that they didn't, you know, do costumes on. They, you know, hit most of the major ones. Uh, You know, Shirley is Samuel L. Jackson. Chang is Bruce Willis. Britta is Uma Thurman. Um, Annie. Wait, and- who's
3: John Travolta?
1: I think it's supposed to Jeff. be Jeff. Yeah, yeah, it's Jeff. With oh, the he's yeah, got like the thin I didn't
3: tie right. I think That's it's like supposed the to be Vincent Jeff. Vega. Yeah, he, he just the hair. He, he didn't do the
1: hair. He didn't do the well, hair. Of course, he didn't do
3: the hair because he's Jeff.
1: Exactly. What costume you can I wear? Where I get
3: to wear a suit. Yeah, he's in but, deep cover he's got to lure the man but to the he party. doesn't he but he doesn't wig.
1: but he doesn't put the wig on at the party that's
2: what i'm saying you know okay can i care. tell you an honest yes, thing yes for like a hot second when i was watching it i thought britta was supposed to be the john travolta character well the hair is yeah
1: yeah the hair is similar
2: <laughs> i hate about myself but i honestly wow chad just
1: died on the air uh, <laughs> yeah really sorry <laughs> 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 sorry please uh, but, the, Chad. <laughs> but the but the gimp is sort of this nightmare figure that gets rolled out in the middle well, of the sense. bruce willis storyline. Oh, yes, yes. they, they bring out the gimp the gimp's asleep you're just gonna have to wake him up now won't you uh and they bring out this person <laughs> no, who's clad in leather you. uh and does bad things bad things happen around the gimp uh and it is probably fitting for pierce to be the gimp
2: If I'm Pierce, I'm not putting on that outfit until I get confirmation that Abed is on his
1: way, especially
2: the face part.
1: Well, I I just love later on where he's like, so which character am I? Am I the hero or the villain? <laughs>
2: you're in an all leather outfit like what do you think
1: nah he's the hero for sure
3: I know um, Pierce is like deeply reviled but I have such like stupid affection for Chevy Chase I like somehow just watched Caddyshack like three days ago randomly yeah. and like to like go from that of like young like fresh face to like uh, Chevy Chase in the gimp outfit <laughs> I'm just like dear god yeah, damn yeah. Harmon what a coup like yeah. I can't believe you got him here yes. uh, that's like quite a journey yeah mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so Annie is talking to Troy about how excited Abed's going to be. He'll say, cool, at least five times. Uh, and he's like, it's so great of Jeff to put this all together. And Troy's like, I'm not jealous.
1: Yeah, he's a little jealous. <laughs> I was like, look, the briefcase, it's like in the movie, but don't touch it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? He's like, I wonder what's in it. What do I have, 3D vision now? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you
2: do.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Britta is getting impatient because, uh, she's responsible for the diner when her boss isn't around. Um, and, uh, and Shirley apparently thinks this is a 30, that Pulp Fiction is a 30 minute film about a group of friends who like cheeseburgers dancing in the Bible. Well,
1: cause she only watched an airplane edit of it, which was a half hour long. And, oh. uh, I think everything that had to be cut out from the film is just about all of it. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. I was
2: wondering what movie she was talking uh,
1: it's about. It's a, I mean, like, if you think about what would be the let's edit it down, let's slim it down yeah. for. Let's you get know. the
3: PG super cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The PG yeah,
1: yeah, super yeah. cut might lead you to believe that it's about a group of friends who like cheeseburgers dancing in the Bible. That's hilarious. I love the <laughs> continuation of
2: the joke of like Shirley not knowing any movies. Like, she's like very bad at knowing what movies are actually like have bad parts in them.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and then, of course, Troy is, like, staring at the briefcase. Uh, Jeff's not better than me. What did you huh? just say? Yeah. I said, hmm.
1: I said, hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Troy, Troy is stealthily really funny in this one. It's <laughs> uh, a good one. No surprise. Back at uh, the
2: fancy restaurant, uh, Jeff is saying the menu is very stuffy. But Abed immediately, like, orders. He orders the squab. They don't, have, they don't quail. have quail.
1: That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Rich, do you have a preference, squab or quail? It's definitely quail. Yeah. Uh, I've
3: eaten both many times. Yeah. Quail better than pheasant. I prefer a partridge. Uh, Cornish game ends overrated. Do you need the Stop pear tree or it? you'll
1: do it without the pear tree? The partridge. No, pear tree Birds. is
3: pleasant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually love a pear. But yeah, we could do it without the pear tree. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. Need yeah. the golden ring. So. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> apparently, according to uh, the Wisecrack Bandit in the chat, they ate quail in my dinner with Andre. So an Easter egg. A, a, an Easter mm. quail egg. In fact, now
3: so, I definitely feel like I should have washed it. That's my bed. That's my
1: yeah. Movie. That's Let all right. That's all me.
2: right. I mean, I didn't watch it. Uh, Jeff realizes Abed forgot his gift at the bar, and uh, Abed says, "You know, I used to be a man of singular taste. Uh, so well, You dressed like Mister Rogers and talking like Frazier." <laughs> 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 uh, and so Abed starts telling this story about how he's a huge fan of the show cougar town he has started a fan club which he was uh danny Pudi was on an episode of cougar town they did like a cute little crossover thing oh uh,
1: that's fun um Ar- around that, this time yeah yeah
2: yep uh and he says they invited him to the set and jeff is like awkwardly bringing up pulp fiction this
1: yeah moment. the whole time he keeps being like man that just reminds me of the movie you love pulp fiction
2: remember how great is that, that a
1: cool
3: movie yeah, yeah isn't that movie so cool? Good.
2: Uh, So Abed says he went over spring break. Um, He was invited to be an extra on the set, but he panicked because if he's the person who watches Cougar Town, how can he be in Cougar Town? And so he decided he needs to become a character on the show. Someone born there, someone named Chad. And so he gets upset because this guy Chad that he had created had lived more life than Abed. And then the scene was over, but he wasn't ready to stop being Chad. And then he realized he pooped his
1: pants. Yeah, I love it's such a nonsense. And I pooped my pants because I had been Chad, and Chad was dead. And Chad died. <laughs> and I fell to the floor, and I pooped my pants. And yeah, they got and, me new pants. Yeah, and Abed was still alive. So and- this scene, this is like an uninterrupted, like three minute monologue. It's very it's a long. powerful monologue. And so yeah. I, I was like sitting there enraptured, and I think it was like halfway through the monologue, was like. He hasn't shut up. He's still going. The story isn't over. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was where I was. This is like, so this episode is just a conversation effectively. Like it, and this is very Tarantino-esque is to just be like extremely dialogue heavy, right? Oh, yeah. And to have these yep. immense, enormous scenes of, uh, of character work and dialogue only. Uh, and so I was really leaning in at this point. I had a huge smile on my face uh, watching this whole thing. I mean, uh, it it's great.
3: far and away the most Pulp Fiction thing of this Like, episode is, yeah. like, the dialogue Between these two as they're sitting at the table, right Like, uh, Jeff has got, like, the, the Kind of punchy, witty repartee that's Happening, and Abed's going on, like, these Long, very, like, thoughtfulness Monologue, right, yep. and it's so, like Indicative, stylistically, of, like, what Tarantino loves, right, he loves this Like, song of language, this Back and forth, the, like, way we Interplay, the, like, small cutting Jabs, like, interspersed with it it's all like very clever. And yeah, I really was like loving this moment. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, really, really great. Jeff is just thoroughly confused at this point.
2: Yeah. He's like, your food <laughs> is getting cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yeah, we something. cut to the diner and get a little bit more of that storyline uh, as Troy can't keep his eyes off of the briefcase. Yeah. This and Chang
2: is just being the worst. And he's like, I wonder if Abed's new best friend also got him the best gift. Uh, and Troy's like, you know what? I got Abed the best gift. It's even cooler than a secret. And we look over and it's just like a huge helicopter with like uh, a huge remote control and antennas all the way up.
1: That's super cool. Abed's going to love
3: that. Yeah, I, I do love the helicopter and the wrapping that shows up at the end. is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that Pierce is like reviled around here, but can I just like put my like a uh, flag in right here? Yeah, I hate Jang. I Thank hate him. You. He's such a jerk, man. He's yes. so horrible. Everything he touches is destroyed. He's an agent of chaos. He's I so hate great. this guy. He's really so can what? stay. He's can so stay.
1: Great. Should I go? Uh. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> well. Bye. My Jing, dinner is getting cold. I got
2: Chang go. <laughs> is terrible. He is like, he pokes and he pokes and he pokes and he so knows funny. that Troy is susceptible to this kind of manipulation. Uh, and Britta's boss is like meanwhile hounding her he's like you promised to be over by 8 this is peak business hours for nostalgic themed diners and I love Annie who's like oh is that it has that been researched
1: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. after they get frightened by the evening news this is what the diner boss says uh, many seek the comforting foods and soothing music of a pre-racial America what the f- Yes, <laughs> wolf! yes it's huge, so wolf! huge at woof 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 as we say on the uh, the after party podcast, yeah, yeah not great. You know,
2: and then Brit, of course, is like, well, "Well, I'll give you all my tips for my next shift." And he's
1: like, "He's just Ooh, like, can I them? get
2: those over a period of time though, so I don't get killed on my taxes?" Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: all of them, all your tips really
2: <laughs> suck as a waitress. Yeah. No offense, to but Britta. the
1: funniest piece of this is Annie and Shirley are in the booth. You're like, "Did you hear that?" Yeah everyone hates Britta is brutal <laughs> it's yeah. such such a brutal uh from that exchange yeah
2: and so meanwhile Britta's texting Jeff telling him to hurry up and get over here uh and at the restaurant the fancy restaurant Jeff is rushing Abed to eat quicker um and uh and so then Abed's like do you understand like the meaning behind it though you know, uh, and he's like, who needs pop culture whatsoever? TV, movies, to hell with it all.
1: No, 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 no. We need all that. We need, <laughs> and you need to uh, support the arts, uh, the patreon.com slash post show recaps. <laughs> they talk to you about the two the TV's, the movies, the TVs, the BV's. The two these Yeah, the TVs and b-v's. the BV's. To heaven with all of it
2: and the Meevies.
1: Yeah, we got the V's. We got the Meevies. Come on in. It sounds in. like
2: we have diseases.
1: Yeah. Well, we don't have any of those. Oh, no. We don't have those. No, 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 no. We're clean. The and the Meevies are definitely positive. Yeah.
3: Easy. Easy.
1: No, they tested negative, Rich. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> what are we doing here? Oh, no. Uh, so, so, yeah, he so, yeah, he tells Jeff, like, I was that wallet that you're trying to give me. On the surface, just a reference to, to cinematic drivel. On the inside, I'm empty. but you love quentin tarantino no i used to uh but i would like to exchange the wall for something else for a real conversation uh and jeff's like yay uh
2: yeah and so jeff's like you know it's nice that you found a way to dial back your love of tv but i want you to have a milkshake with me and remember how much you love pulp fiction (laughs)
1: <laughs> so funny. Uh, I love
3: the one little thing he throws in Really tipping the bean can here. Is that an expression you guys have ever heard before? I don't
1: know that I've ever heard anyone tip a bean can before or talk tip about a bean it?
2: can. Do you like is it a game where you like flip a bean can into a can? Like, no, you flip a bean into a can for the beans, and if you tip over the can, you win.
1: How many points do we get? This
3: is really, uh, the meaning guess, you know?
1: uh, when your when your roaster is too hot or the charge temperature is and the beans experience a temperature that's too high. It's most likely dark marks will appear on the beans because the beans can't conduct or absorb the heat fast enough. It burns in a particular area. That's the meaning of tipping when you Google tipping the bean can. I like my version better. I don't know that I feel like I've learned anything from that.
3: I very much imagined a bean can on a fulcrum uh, you know point of demarcation. Mm. Once the bean yeah. can tips too far, the beans are going to spill out all over. Yes. They're 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 still in the beans! Spill in the beans! This
1: is like the hourglass when the sands have uh, passed or in the through. days of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. Uh-huh. Uh, listen um, to how we talk to each other. We're robots, exchange catchphrases and references. Uh, yeah. So
2: Jeff is like, well, this isn't really a conversation either. We're just talking about how crappy things are. And so Albert is like, okay, well, you start. I'm new to conversation. I'm new to this. <laughs> Uh Jeff just talks about how a conversation was invented to conceal reality. We used to sweet-talk our way th- around natural selection. You know who has real conversations? Ants. They talk by vomiting chemicals into each
1: other's Yes. Mouths. Yeah. <laughs> do you know where the picnic table is right over there Um, (laughs) this this killed me this cracked me up Uh,
2: do ants do that
1: yeah yeah they just puke at each other why are Uh, ants literally
2: the coolest animals have you seen how much they can carry
1: uh i love that your takeaway from finding out that ants puke at each other is they are the coolest animals
3: they're, they're highly impressive. I'm going to get you an ant farm for your birthday next year, Jess. You need to, like, really engage deeply. You watch yeah. the ants yes. live their lives out. Yeah. Uh, you, it's like you're like a god. watching.
1: I've seen Bugs hit. Life, really, and I was amazing. thoroughly
2: impressed back then.
1: Not everybody loves ants. Uh, sometimes they can prove quite problematic. Just ask Gordo. Deidre, that was a For All Mankind reference.
2: I was like, I don't know what wow. is happening. Yeah,
1: I'm out on a limb. Uh. The only
2: Gordo I know is from Lizzie McGuire. So. uh uh-huh.
1: yeah.
3: This again like just so Tarantino in like in, in its Exchange in the way that like Jeff Is kind of presenting all this stuff And I think it's at this point that I have this like Moment of realization that like Abed In his natural state as he exists in A typical episode of Community he's really Like the Pulp Fiction of people Like when that movie came out at the time you have to Like realize like it just captured the Zeitgeist like so fervently With this like amalgamation of like Huge stars Bruce Willis at the top Of his game where dragons John. Travolta like back out and going to prop him up. It was like this kind of like real moment a huge Travolta for Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yep, right? Absolutely. It's like the breakout moment. And it's like this amalgamation of Tarantino's love for all this like weird disparate fiction and like the TV and the movies of the 70s and music and like all of it. And Abed like uh, is very like emblematic of like all these Tarantino isms that we see across his films just like as a character. And I don't know. I just had this like epiphany they're going back and forth through this beat here you know yeah yeah
2: Yeah, so abed says well yeah but um humans don't lie when they're alone and jeff is like they do most of their lying when they're alone Uh uh-huh
1: yeah that's what that it's like, like nine times out of ten Is when we're alone, is when we are lying the most.
3: Six inches from the mirror. I love it.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. he has such specific examples. What if you have a guy who calls a phone sex line and tells him that he weighs 400 pounds just so he can hear a woman (laughs) say she's attracted to him anyway?
1: This John Locke is shook right now. (laughs) Yes. Uh, John Locke's like, wow, you know, in my heart of hearts, I knew what I was doing with fake Helen was weird. This takes the cage. Yeah. This is really wild. Yeah, and so uh, Jeff
2: admits, fully admits that he just did this last week. He was scared that if he was overweight, no one would like him. Yeah, and so he takes this conversation so seriously that his phone rings and he just throws
1: it in a glass. He puts of water. it right in the glass. He's in now. Yeah, I've, he's been wanted, in. I've been wanted. I've been Real conversation, Philly. He got it.
3: Mm -hmm. be careful what you wish for. Ahmed like too good I uh, Jeff is so great in this episode man like the earnestness of what she's like throws himself into this he's getting like so real there's like real concern for his friend at the beginning right Mm -hmm. he's like worried about the claymation episode he's got some real like deep concerns and the fact that he just like embraces this and then like falls fully into it where he can't like manage himself at all he's just like needs to let all this stuff out it's so like clearly cathartic for him um it's magnificent yeah, yeah. it's tremendous yeah. it's,
1: it's, it's so really good. it's really really, really it's tremendous good. uh stuff I, I think it's very easy to just like be all in on Abed in this episode and uh, I think that's really doing a disservice to what Joel McHale is up to in this one mm-hmm. uh, he's really going for it yeah so um, Jeff
2: says that Abed doesn't have to worry about being normal or real because the world is filled with sick people and he's like Abed I want to tell you something that I've never told anybody else and you can start to see Abed's face shift like Oh shit. Like he like <laughs> he's like oh no. Like Jeff is taking me seriously now. Like yeah. oh no, he's about to reveal some dark stuff. Yeah. Um but back at the diner, of course, Chang is being a jerk. What what what's the brief? What's in the briefcase, baby chicken? Got to be baby horse? chickens. Yeah. sodas. <laughs> and so open of it, course, Troy.
1: open yeah. it.
2: He goes over and he opens it, of course. So it's a light bulb. And there's a certificate of authenticity, and it's the actual briefcase from Pulp Fiction.
1: What? How did they get that? The actual briefcase from Pulp Fiction?
0: Yeah. Priceless. Yeah. 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 You have
1: to sell your soul to get it. He has it. You You got to
3: at least walk around with a band aid on your neck for at least like a year or something. Yes, on the
1: back of your neck. Uh Yeah. Yeah. That's where they took the soul out from. Jess is looking that's where
3: at like where really we've lost it's her. a big fiction theory
1: Jess. Well, I,
2: big I watched thing. this film and I I don't
1: well I don't watch that. it again
2: Ugh, I don't want it. it's too long <laughs> um, <laughs> I can watch like four episodes of Community no. uh, so Britta catches them and she yells at them and then the briefcase catches on fire yeah
1: that's COA it's gone uh, no. and Tr- Brr- Chang's like, Troy you're a bad friend Oh, I, I hate, him. Josh. I him. I I hate him. him. I love him. I hate I love him so much.
2: God. I was so I happy when Tori so starts strangling him. Uh, I am. Yeah. I am sure too. But I love
1: box. it. I love all of it. Every last moment of this, I think, is wonderful. Ugh, yeah. It's the worst.
2: So Britta's boss is just like watching all of this go down. But meanwhile, we're back at the restaurant, the fancy restaurant. And sorry, there's two restaurants. It gets tricky. So Jeff is telling Abed a story about when he was a kid, he had to wear a girl's Native American costume for Halloween. Mm -hmm. And he went door to door. And he kept getting compliments on what a pretty little girl he was. And eventually, he stopped correcting them. And he was just glad they all thought he was pretty. He's like, oh, I feel so much better that I've gotten that off my chest.
1: Yeah, Jeff's really in at this point. Um, And then Pierce shows up. They bring out the gimp. uh, And the gimp comes in. And he's so mad that they're here and not at the party. Um, and this is the eureka for Abed to be like, "Wait, are you guys throwing me a surprise Pulp Fiction party?" Just like, what does that matter? That doesn't matter anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah, what matters is talking. Talking.
1: Talking, talking, conversation, it's conversation. Oh no! And Abed is like, swiftly like, "No, I I gotta go to the Pulp Fiction party. That's how yeah."
2: Abed's like, "Can I get a check? Can I get a check, please?" Yeah. And the waiter's like, "Oh, I thought I'm surprised you're ending early." And he's like, that's not how it happens in the movie. And Abba's like, please just get the check. Just get the check.
1: And Jeff's like, what is he talking about with the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, it's my dinner with Andre. And this is the reveal. Yeah, it's a movie about two guys talking at a restaurant. He was just doing another bit. Yeah, a yeah,
2: bit. Yeah. And Jeff is like, did you really poop your pants? And Abba's like, that shouldn't matter.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> It my matters. Yeah. Um, that feels like really a yes, things. right? If well, you yes. if you say it shouldn't matter, that's got to be a yes. No,
2: he didn't poop his pants.
1: It feels like a yes. Then but, he would just um, say so, Jess, right?
2: No, he definitely... No, 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 here's the deal. Jeff revealed not one, but two very large secrets that he has not told anybody, presumably. Yeah? Abed, because he thought Abed had pooped his pants. Abed cannot now say that he did not poop his pants, because then the power ratio is all out of whack oh,
1: we're back to that yeah that's fair okay cuz he, like, yeah, he has to be like he has to go let go Jeff power think he ratio. Put his pants yeah yeah
3: he's Does been sitting there lying to his friend who has expressed uh, like great vulnerability about the trauma he experienced as a young man and the manifestation of said trauma in his current life
1: yeah <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah yeah brutal yep yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah and he's like so yeah this whole thing was just a bit Yeah, bit yeah bit uh, and, uh, and then the, the rest of the group comes in and Brit is like, you guys are jerks because she got fired.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got fired. Uh, and
2: Abed's like, uh, says cool five He's looking at times.
1: He's all of the costumes. It's all very cool. The yeah. costumes are fairly movie accurate. They're yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. were yeah. five
3: cools.
2: Yep. Yeah, and Jeff asks where Abed's really cool present is because he's gonna return it. And Troy's like, "It's at the diner. Probably needs just a little bit of detailing."
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then Troy sits down. He's like super happy because Abed and Jeff are fighting, and he takes some wine. He's like, "Oh no, no juice." Yeah,
1: and then he drinks. He's like, mm, "That's good. No, no juice."
3: <laughs> Technically, should have been a spritzer, huh?
1: I yeah. wonder. Probably no, no spritzer. Oh. That's a kind Continuity of spritzer, yeah. yeah. You're right.
2: I feel like, how about drinking red wine? That's like a whole mood, you know what I mean? Like, that's a different oh, mood. oh, yeah. That's, very
1: oh, yeah. that's yeah, like yeah.
2: adult, Like, yeah. I don't need to drink red wine.
1: No, yeah. those tannins are no joke. Yeah, be yeah. you gotta be very worried about the tannins. Yep, they'll get you every time. What is in a the red wine. They're they in the live red. in the house in San Francisco. Yep, <laughs> Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie yeah. Tannen. She's mm-hmm. going to be on the edge of extinction or whatever that show is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are
2: so many references happening. Yeah.
1: We're all like yeah, three, yeah, three the sentences. Yeah. yeah. So we're
2: back at the diner and Jeff goes in and he offers $1,200 for the damages. If the manager promises to hire Britta back and he's just like 800 and she stays fired. Done. <laughs> 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 it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> Uh, So Abed comes over and joins Jeff. And uh, Jeff is just like sitting with the burnt briefcase.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, And Annie ended up telling Abed about the briefcase. And Abed's like, oh, did you you get it from Willie?
1: Yeah. Uh, And so this is how we find out that it's not the actual briefcase from the movie. It's from this guy, Willie, who sells props on eBay. And due to lack of choices, because I'm not giving it to the guy who fires Britta and says horrible things at the diner. And I thought about maybe giving it to the waiter, but this guy Willie on eBay, he's making a buck and he's taking all these poor saps in. And it's, I feel like that's bad on the poor saps and good on Willie. So I'm going to give Willie my, uh, my Dean's List point. Better him than the briefcase, Jess, which I considered.
2: It wasn't even a real briefcase.
3: Uh, what about the Andre waiter who was back in uh, Abed? Up? I he thought, about, good work. Uh, that's I thought I, about that's what I that's what I did him. with my. Uh, but he blew he blew it all up in the. Well, end he day. did, yeah.
2: but like we, yeah, we really dropped dropped don't have ball. a ton of choices here. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: he yeah, that's why I'm going Willie. I'm going with Willie. Yeah.
2: Um. So Jeff is Brilliant. Jeff is like DM oh So I didn't uh, I so I spent. You're saying I spent a bunch of money on something that isn't the real thing. I'm glad to know the real one is still out there. Um, so we find out he he spent the whole week planning this party just to make Abed happy. Um, And then he's like, and then I bailed on the party and ruined it just to make you happy. And then it turns out, while I was wasting my time trying to make you happy, you're just making yourself happy because you're doing yet another stupid movie spoof.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he said that he chose this movie uh, because My Dinner with Andre is about someone who has an unexpectedly enjoyable evening with a weird friend he's been avoiding lately. Which is so sweet, and Jeff is like, "Wait, you think I've been avoiding?" He's like, "I just noticed we haven't hung out that much this year.
3: Hung this out season. a lot last year. This
1: season, <laughs> uh, yeah." And I know uh, Riley calls this out, in, in the feedback that we got about how this episode openly calls out that there's been less Jeff and Abed stories in season two, so it would make sense that he'd want to spend his birthday with Jeff. Uh, that was so. I thought that this was adorable really Uh, sweet yeah Yeah. everybody's growing everybody's changing and that's not really my jam i'm I'm, i don't change i'm more of the fast blinking stoic removed and comfortably self-aware type (laughs) (laughs) that's so sweet i love this all of this is great
2: it is if i'm jeff i'm still upset though
3: oh it, of course it? but Abed's like self awareness here is like really poignant you know what I mean yes. I yeah. love this like presentation and also like yeah change growth this is like what we do as humans and Abed's like removal from this like fundamental processes by which all of us <laughs> like move forward in lives yeah like, it's very tragic you yeah, know yeah. I mean? and as I noted at the beginning like I love a tragedy there's real like beauty in this you know uh, I I loved it I really like yeah it right. I think it's beautiful feeling, you know? I think it's, it's I, I think it's
1: it's beautiful and i also love jeff being like emotional breakthroughs are overrated let's hang out but also you cannot tell anyone about the story i told you <laughs> yeah oh, man.
2: Uh, and then um it's like are we still friends and he's like yeah of course and he's like okay good because nobody paid for dinner and i don't have that kind of money
1: mm-hmm. yeah well that's, <laughs> that's gonna great. be dealt with pretty soon now, now jeff gets
2: to foot the bill on this too it's like jeff's paid for everything yeah. Uh, so Jeff returns to the restaurant to pay the bill, and the restaurant was already closed, but everyone is hiding and yells, surprise. So it's like um, a a,
1: sur- a surprise, surprise party. Yeah. Is, is that what we would classify it as? And this is
2: why we're giving the waiter the Dean's list points because he felt bad. So he let everybody stay.
1: All right. Fine. I'll give it to the
2: waiter. You ha- you oh, do
1: you do got him, Jess. I'll do, you it. Go. I'll do it. I'll do it's it. It's a coup. But, but, Jess, just remember this, okay? <laughs>
2: Did you hear the threatening tone of that? Did you it was all a, hear it's that?
1: It's accountability. It was it was, it was. it was. It was. a threat. It was a threat. I, a threat. I, look I don't know what that's to being supposed to mean. Called
3: as uh, the yeah. singular witness. Yeah, in, yeah you will uh, be Sterling called as a v. witness Wiggly. in the trial.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yep. I'm ready. Nope. <sighs> uh, we've got. Uh, we've got all the pe- all the patrons watching. Uh, the ones who are listening early as well, because you get episodes of community building uh, early. Early access. You're turning you your threat up.
2: into a plug right now.
1: This that's is. This is also a threat. If you do not <laughs> sign up for the Patreon, <laughs> you don't want me to finish that sentence. <laughs> Patreon.com slash post show recap.
3: Stop this car.
1: Patreon.com slash post show recap. Support the arts. Or else, <laughs>
3: oh my,
1: i that word,
3: man. Community building, take it a
1: turn. Didn't see this one, probably.
3: yeah.
1: Uh, uh, my murder yeah. mystery dinner party with Andre. <laughs> <laughs> There's
2: so many murder mysteries I'm a part of lately, I'm getting uncomfortable. So, Troy got Abed a helicopter toy, uh, and he says, As parties go, it was quiet, dark, and a little lame. We'd had better parties, and we'd had worse parties,
1: but you I got ever everybody. Everybody's acting out *Pulp Fiction* in the background. Yeah, uh, Brit is doing
2: the dance.
1: She and she's doing it perfectly. Uh, I love uh, like the the stick up between uh, Shirley and Honey Bunny and Pumpkin uh, is just like the end of the movie. It's great. It's
3: fantastic. And he's like killing it up on top of the table. I did love like the little homage here. The fact that like we keep them in costume, like rail to rail, you know, this is like the only interpretation we
1: see. It's uh, the commitment that I like to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite fun. Yeah.
2: Jeff says, I doubt I'll ever forget my dinner with Andre dinner with Abed.
1: It's so good. I will never forget it either. Um, In the after credits, Troy and Abed are having dinner at this same restaurant. And Troy's like, I got this because he wants to be a good friend. Yeah. And then he looks at the bill, and it's like he's just seen LeVar Burton. He starts crying. Yeah, his eyes are wide. He can't make any moves. Yeah. They said market price. What market are you shopping at? <laughs> <laughs> and then Ovid
2: just folds his nap, and he's like, I'm going to run on three. And then they go three, two, and then they run. They bolt. Yeah. Uh, and they
1: street run so head. they Easily. run so fast that they are officially streets ahead. Yeah. Uh, yes. where, where did you go, Rich? Streets ahead or streets behind?
3: Streets ahead for sure. I mean, yeah. at the risk of outing myself as a potentially poor citizen, when I was a young teenager, have you never dined and dashed of this? Were nature? you a, were <gasps> you
1: a big dine and dasher?
3: No, I was not a big one. Yeah, not a big one. I was clutching to my pearls. Yeah. Oh my god,
1: I god, was I've not. There. I was not a dine and dasher, but I was a dine and blitzen. <laughs>
2: oh my god!
1: Support the arts. Or else. (sighs) Or else, folks. Or else. Take them seriously. Uh... Feedback. Let's get into Uh... some of that. Uh, The Wisecrack opened the briefcase. (laughs) The Wisecrack opened the briefcase says... A network sitcom does an homage to an obscure movie in which a character is doing an homage to that same movie while other characters do an homage to a popular movie that the first character enjoys but pretends not to under the pretense of the homage to the obscure movie. And it actually works. And it's actually funny. This is community. M O T community. i don't know Uh, uh, (laughs) i was trying to have a cpd the community but it was uh delightfully told by the wisecrack Mm -hmm. over the briefcase bandit and uh spot on uh i i really felt like when people talk about the community that they love so much i felt that watching this episode uh in a in a really 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 big way uh so uh, supremely fun, totally co-signed. Uh, Josiah uh, had asked, totally different person uh, had asked, uh, if you could have a movie-themed party, what movie would you all choose? This is a great question.
2: I know the answer to mine.
1: Go for what it. What is it?
2: Jurassic Park.
1: Oh my God. Dinosaur well, I'm a little concerned everywhere. about that choice, Jess. You've uh, you only thought about if you could. You didn't think about whether or not you should have the Jurassic Park birthday. <laughs>
2: It would
0: be so.
1: Uh, cool. Cheers, um. Mine would probably be uh, Jurassic Park Two: The Lost World. Why are you oh, doing this? Because Blockbuster is involved in that, and so there's like then you could like have like other movies involved potentially. <sighs> so it's kind of like a gateway into, uh, you know, your movie party could just be a bunch of different movies.
3: Yeah, anybody who knows me could like guess what it is. And it's yeah, Jurassic, Park, Jurassic 3. Park Three. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: Jurassic Park. Yeah, the three, one where the I'm Velociraptors sure. start talking to each other. Yeah, yeah
3: exactly. The yeah. the dinosaurs get
1: smart. Yeah. yeah.
3: Evolution.
1: Yep. Ooh, Gets yep. Smart. The Steve Carell mm. uh adaptation of the 1960s show.
3: That's a good call. I guess honorable mention would be maybe Bowfinger as yeah. number two. If I can't do Jurassic oh, Park. Oh
1: wow, a yeah. bowfinger party. Uh mm-hmm. Riley calls this the best episode of uh, for Abed in season two. Uh, as I said before and quoted Riley. I love how this episode openly calls out that there have been less Jeff and Abed storylines in season two. And it makes sense that Abed would want to spend his birthday with Jeff. Uh, I think this episode has a lot to say about who Abed is, what makes him who he is and the heart of Abed. He loves his friends, but misses spending time with Jeff. But the only way he could express that is through a movie homage. Very sweet. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: Very, very good. Tis true. Um, Jank comes in and says, it's a really strong episode, but it just lacks the edge that makes it one of the true top tier episodes. I think the B story weighs down the episode a tad too much. Um, does the, do the cutbacks to the diner diminish the episode at all for either of you, uh, Jess and Rich?
2: For me, a little bit. I think it mm-hmm. could be funnier.
3: Yeah, I don't want to, I don't know, diminish, right? That's like, I guess, a strong word. But yes, like, uh, so many of the other characters having not watched a bunch of community, and now I'm diving in, Abed and Jeff are like really singing, they're making magic happen. And a lot of the other characters like seemingly non-existent uh, for me, for somebody that's not like tracking it week to week with my finger on the pulse here.
1: Um, I will even agree uh, that I think that uh, I think that the Pulp Fiction homages are very funny, but I think that the storyline, the secondary storyline is a little bit weak. And I think that it would have been a better episode if they stayed at the restaurant um, and only did that one cut back uh, yeah. at the start of the episode. And then it's just the two of them um, mm-hmm. in the restaurant mm-hmm. for the entire episode. Uh, I will still give this like an emotional four out of four, uh, but I think, you know, taking emotion out of it it's not a perfect episode uh, absolutely yeah. not uh, and i and i think jank brings up a really good reason as to why uh, i think like troy is jealous of a cooler birthday present is just so thinly drawn um that it's funny but you know it's not uh it that is there's that, not much there yeah, yeah the b yeah. story yeah. is yeah. perhaps not streets ahead um yep. meow meow beans i'm pretty high on everybody in this episode <laughs> uh for, for me uh the lowest is the three for annie because it took me a minute to figure out who she was, was but Annie's uh, fault. it's 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 not her well it might be your fault if i did she didn't do such a great job of dressing up as the amanda Plummer character as everybody she else a crappy was.
3: character Jess. she could have picked better as a, that's, uh, that's yeah.
1: right that's right it's a real array yeah i think that's right uh but chang Shirley and Pierce, I think, all look hilarious in their Pulp Fiction getup. So just on visuals alone, gave them all three and a half. So just a half uh, point uh, scooch above Annie. Uh, And then I put Britta in a four. She goes further than the others uh, that I've mentioned already because of two factors. One, um, the ways in which this episode dumps on Britta, I actually thought were very funny. (laughs) <laughs> uh the wow everyone hates Brita, and also jeff taking the 400 hundred dollar discount uh but not protecting her job i thought was very funny but also just the spot-on uma thurman dance i thought was really really good um troy gets bumped up to a four and a half i think largely because of the the streets ahead post-credit scene uh i think is really 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 funny and then a full five to both jeff and Abed. i just think it's a, a real standout episode for both of those guys. Now I know I'm a lot higher on everybody than uh, Rich what you have done here today
3: yeah i'm crushing these guys i guess i'm like really ruthless so you're you're in like
1: real like you're being a very honest dm the dice tell the story type stuff like
3: jeff is amazing in this episode he's trying to like do a great thing for his friend he like gets caught up in the vulnerability he gets like really honest he expresses a lot he puts his heart on the line as he thinks that like that's what abed's asking for i'm giving him five i think jeff is like a great friend right here and it's awesome uh to that extent i think abed gets a four i think but like you know it's a little shady that he's doing his like friend who's willing to extend so much kind of dirty like misrepresenting all of this it's a very involved lie that he like really does a great job selling and i've been in that position where like dude come on really really you blowing smoke up my ass for this long so jeff gets a five abed gets a four uh britta Like she uh, gets the place to like hold itself down. She loses her job for the sake of this like crappy, dark, mostly lame party. I'll give her a three. That's okay. Uh, and like Troy at the end, ultimately, like, I do appreciate that he's like, let me take the check. Oh no, F that. We're running out of this restaurant. Like, uh, I have some respect that he's willing to run with Abed. Uh-huh. So I gave both Britta and Troy a three. Everybody else gets a one for uh, sheer <laughs> real estate. Like, they're just barely there. And it's not like an indictment of anybody. I really wanted to zero out Chang because that bastard, man, how's he going <laughs> to destroy it's so dirty?
0: And uh,
3: I was like, you. You know, as I saw the rest of your guys' points, I'm like, oh, I am cruel. I'm coming in out of the middle of nowhere. Uh, even uh, even of as I,
1: I tend to defend Chang on this podcast, Rich, but what I also need to say in fairness is you got to live your truth. And if Mm -hmm. that means Chang gets a bagel, then give him a bagel.
3: I'm giving him a bagel. I'm changing it as we go. Chang gets baggled out, dude. At least the rest of them weren't uh, openly nefarious. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's it. Those are my scores. A lot of ones, a zero, a couple of fives, and and some threes.
1: There you go. Amazing. Uh, Jess, what did you do?
2: So, uh, starting from bottom to top, I gave Chang, Annie, Shirley, Pierce all Threes. They were there. They were serviceable. I loved Annie's little quip about like everyone hating Brita. I thought that was funny. Um, I love Shirley's outfit. Like I border like 2.5 is my average, and then they can either lose or gain from there. So yeah. everybody mm-hmm. gained a little smidge. Um, as much as I hate Chang, like it was funny to watch him pester Troy, just a little bit, yeah. just a little funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Brita gets a three and a half because I just <laughs> love her getting roasted all roasted. the time.
1: Roasted <laughs> roasted, Brittle, roasted and Britta. toasted. Burnt uh, to a crisp. That's another salute. Your shorts.
2: Troy gets a four. Um, the no-no juice always gets me. It's so funny. That's good no no <laughs> juice. Um, I gave Jeff a four and a half simply because I feel like the only five of this episode is Obed. And so I wanted to then have Obed. He the cheese stands alone. He is top of the pack, uh top of the heap, heap of the hop, all of those things. Hippity
1: hoppity. <laughs> yeah, hippity hoppy. Rig Yeah.
2: Rigmarole, he is top, top, top number five for him. Uh
1: top, top.
2: We haven't had any changes in our rankings. It is notable to say that uh third and fourth place are very tight. Annie is at 216 and Jeff is at 215, much to my chagrin, dismay, mm. other synonyms with those words. Um, but yeah, no, no other movement. Troy's way ahead of the pack and he will stay there, I'm sure.
0: Amazing.
2: Um, on to the dean's list. Yeah, I chose the wonderful waiter because and I and I
1: followed point. you to this, Jess. But just remember that.
2: I don't
3: like
1: this. Just remember it. A you really know?
2: long pause after that. Philly, break the pause. Who did you give your uh, dean's list point to?
3: I gotta go with the waiter. Yeah, I gotta go Yay. with the waiter. I wasn't even thinking about the briefcase seller and like that guy. Honestly, seems like a bit of a jerk. How are you gonna sell
1: that many Indiana
3: Jones whips, Josh? Right. Well,
1: if, he's, if, if these suckers are going to buy them.
3: Yeah, I guess. True.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, that that's yeah. on the sucker. Slaughter uh, the sheep. And not the suckers. <gasps> yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, the waiter at fancy restaurant clocking in with three points. Three,
2: he's really killing it, I
1: guess. <laughs> Good for that guy, I suppose. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, as I had said, an emotional four. Uh, this episode just swept me up. I loved it. I had such a good time watching this one made me want to go watch a movie that I didn't know about. I'll do that. And then I'll want to watch this again. Uh, It's been a minute since an episode of community has made me want to go and watch another episode of uh, watch the same episode of community again right away. So uh, I will uh, always think fondly uh, on this episode of this show.
2: I think that this is like I've said before, if we have one character, two characters who are getting, huge shining moment to me that still warrants going high even if it's not a fully great episode for every single character for those reasons I gave it a 3.8 I do not think it's a perfect episode of community I think like the pulp fiction of it all like that side of the storyline isn't as funny but it's a huge character moment for both um, Danny Pudi and uh, Joel McHale I think those are just there's two standouts and so I gave it a 3.8
1: yes uh Rich what did you do
3: uh, what did I do? I ended up, I was not as high on it as you guys. And I guess it's because like, I have this like a uh, general sense memory of community and coming back to it. This wasn't one of like the gut buster, hilarious ones, right? Uh, there's mm-hmm. some like real epic. So I went for like a 3.5, right? It's good. It's like really good. I liked Abed. I like getting to see Jeff. Um, I wanted like more of everybody else. And, and that's not like an indictment of the quality of what was there. Just, it is what it is. 3.5.
1: Yep, Yep.
2: and the audience was closer to you. They gave it a three point five eight, which brings our average to three point seven two, bringing in at number nine on our overall rankings.
1: That is, um, that is so impressive to me. And this is one of those like, uh, wow, season two is really great. Uh, If this is like ninth best episode of season two of Community, that speaks very highly. At a three
2: point seven two, that's the thing.
1: Yeah, twelve of these
2: episodes are have an average thirteen have an average above a three.
1: This is a very strong, uh, strong season of television. Uh, Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, All right. That's critical film studies, uh, which is a really nice segue into talking about critical role, uh, which is a thing that both uh, Rich and Jess recently podcasted about as an extension of the legend of Vox Machina. Philly, you want to give a shout out to the Vox Machina, the critical role of it all?
3: absolutely Vox Machina the new animated series on Amazon you get in three episodes every week we're podcasting about it it is adapting the first campaign of Critical Role campaign one and so uh, Jess Sterling joined me with the great Melissa Woodward Austin Smith the four of us are the panel that are talking about the episodes with full spoilers Uh, and then yeah with Mike Bloom every week of breaking the episodes down it was an absolute blast Jess Uh, it was so much fun and it's wild to think that like the origin point for that is right here at Community. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That is dragon's here. episode. Uh, great full circle stuff.
1: Uh, incredible. Rich, I also am to understand that this podcast will be available to people to listen to as they are listening to these words, um, but you are on your way to close the book of Boba Fett.
3: Indeed I am. Tonight, Mike Bloom and I, we will be sitting down to uh dissect the final episode of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, what did we think? How did the season end? How did it close? All kinds of thoughts about to come out of the pipe. It's been an absolute treat uh talking to Mike Bloom about Star Wars every week over a we'll potion recap. So I'm psyched. I got a lot of thoughts.
1: Uh so check all that out. That podcast is available uh to you, uh, depending on when you are listening to this. If you're a patron, certainly. Uh unless you're watching this live, in which case uh, time travel would have to be involved because uh, he hasn't recorded it yet, as I'm saying. That's this. true, that's so, true. But uh, everyone else, you should be able to listen to the podcast. Uh, Twitch.tv slash DM Philly. I am to understand Dragonfly is back.
3: Yeah, we're back, baby. d in space. Uh, Twitch, tv slash DM philly i'm running a bunch of tabletop role-playing games we got humble year coming up this friday we play DD with everybody that's a bunch of adorable little forest critters and it's a really good time um we have a bunch of fun games i'm hanging out with a lot of familiar faces from the post show recap family uh so come give me a follow hang out
1: hanging out um jess jess yeah. what kind of shit has the 90s taught you lately
2: Oh goodness gracious! So much. We are in Who some amazing. Who is We're in some oh, amazing know. Dawson's Creek content. Um, just like full on Dawson sucks. PC is the best, but who's right and wrong in the whole PC Joey Dawson trio? Drama ensues. We had the wonderful post-show recap zone, Melissa Woodward, on to talk some Boy Meets World recently, so definitely go check that out. And then, of course, another familiar face to post-show recaps is Sarah Carradine, who's going to be coming on with us soon to talk Strictly Ballroom. And someone who's in the chat right now, Cody Patterson. Whoa. Um, we talked uh, the cutting edge. Speaking of Olympics, it's Olympic season, so we had to talk about some figure skating um, that's a, a nice 90s movie. We checked that out. That'll be coming out soon. Check out all that and more at shit 90 Pod Twitter and Instagram, Shit90sPod.com.
1: Nice. Uh, also here, Jess Sterling on the Gilded Age podcast here on Post Show Recaps, which you can get at the HBO show's recapped podcast feed, postshowrecaps.com slash HBO pod. Jess is also on the Binge Show Recaps feed. We've been talking about the After Party all week long. That is now a weekly podcast as we are fully caught up with the After Party. It's you, it's me, it's Ariel, and it is a disturbing time uh, on the podcast. But it's very fun. So it's been absolutely uh, tremendous uh so check out all of that and more uh at posterrecaps.com slash binge for the streaming service coverage just where are we going next with community
2: so next week we will be talking season two, episode twenty, with someone we've talked to once before, but it was a really long time Is this ago. A season zero. It was season zero. Mm-hmm. So you've we'll only ever heard their voice if you were a patron of Post Show Recaps. We're coming back with competitive wine tasting with the one, the only Brooklyn Z.
1: I'm excited about that, but also very nervous about what's the competitive wine tasting component. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nervous. We don't have to do that on the podcast, right? Because no. there's a thing about that that I don't think I could do. No, uh, no, you're okay. good. Um, All right. Well, that's going to be really, really fun. We'll be back next week with that. If you've got feedback, send it in. Community at recaps. Check out episodes of Community Building as we record them live. If you are a patron of Post Show Recaps, uh, you can also listen to them early, a couple days early, if you are a patron of Post Show Recaps. That's patreon.com slash Post Show Recaps. No threats, just promises. Uh, All right, and with that said, Corey B., take us away. This is a show about a dean that started to grow a community.
0: Till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail, Greendale, with all of our friends. The brightest night lies here to shine away.